This is a 980 CKNW podcast. 9.33 on a Sunday morning means it's time to check in with Claire Newell, who is the president of Travel Best Bets. Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Jill. There sure is a lot of news uh, when it comes to travel right now, especially. Let's just talk about this false missile alert for a second. I had literally hundreds of clients there, and we had some of them that have, you know, kids at home who were FaceTiming, crying, saying, I love you. This is, um, this is the end. I'm so sorry. I love you. Everything, you know, take care of the grandchildren kind of thing. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. We were talking uh, with Lynn Collier earlier today, too. She's in Hawaii with her family. Yes. Yes. And, and what she said, th- I think, really rings true. In a case like this, we immediately think that it can't be true. And she said that social media truly was her friend and that she went on. She was able to see that they had said it was a false alert or a false uh, a false message well before it actually went out telling people that it was a false message. So she was saying, although you don't know what to do in that scenario, because if you believe it's true, you're going to be trying to get to shelter, not scrolling through social media to find out to what else people are saying. It's so true. And I just hope that they come to some sort of clear message to everybody as to what is protocol like i thought it would be behind locked you know cabinets and there would be all sorts of levels that would finally push that button but clearly not yeah yeah Um, also we should talk a little bit about the time article that came out about mexico because this scared a lot of people and for good reason uh i'm sure you are aware of this but Uh, In parts five different states in Mexico, the U.S. has put out level four warnings, which is a do not travel warning. And what I just want to tell people is that this is not new. Since I've been in the travel industry for 25 years, we have seen rotating areas because of organized crime. Many have stayed in in that level for a long time. Um, There's been a history of long violence and what I wanted to just point out is that overall, the U.S. has Mexico at a level two warning, which is exercise caution. But in the main tourist destinations, there are no travel restrictions. So the Riviera Maya, Cancun, Puerto Vallarta, Riviera Nayarit, even Mexico City, all places that we go. Now, that said, we're talking about the U.S. right now with that time article our own Canadian government's warnings on travel.gc.ca. We've talked about that a lot, Jill. That is the government's website for travel, and you can actually put in any country. And it should you should not just be going there for places like Mexico. You should be going there for any country you're visiting. And there are four different levels of warnings. And the Canadian government also clearly states which areas they want us to avoid non-essential travel, where we should exercise a high degree of caution, all of that type of thing. But one thing was very clear. All of the destinations that you or I or our friends and family, our clients may have destinations and vacations on the books. They do not need to worry. What they need to do, though, is regardless of where they're going in Mexico, is still use common sense. You don't be, you're not to go out late at night in non-lit areas that you're drinking too much or taking things you shouldn't and walking around and you, you still need to be careful.
Exactly. Use uh, use common sense. I do feel like they kind of buried the lead in that article because it started off with the travel warning and this uh, fear and mayhem. And then at the end of the article said, oh, but by the way, all the tourist destinations, uh, there's no travel restriction, as you just said. And uh, the majority of crimes, they don't happen in the tourist areas. So uh, that's right. They yes. really freaked everybody out. And I know people that are still really, really nervous to go to Mexico and others like myself, would go with my husband and kids tomorrow if I was lucky enough to be going somewhere in the sun and with the sand in maybe the Riviera Maya or whatever. Uh, There's some unbelievable deals right now, and lots of Canadians are taking advantage of them and have done for years and years and years. There are the occasional incidents, but there are incidents virtually everywhere in the world, including right here in Vancouver. Exactly. Common sense, uh, using uh, having your wits about you uh, when traveling, no matter where you go. Um, you were also yes. uh, talking about how to avoid being the annoying traveler. And anybody, I think, who has traveled has come in contact with the annoying traveler. <laughs> I know. And some of us have been guilty of those travel faux pas. So this is not just to point fingers at people, but it's actually for us all to learn to maybe when the next time we're going to the airport, just to be a little bit more aware. So the first thing is to get yourself organized before heading through security. You know, the the airports are busy, the, the lineups are long, inevitably there's cranky people everywhere. So it's really important, especially when going through security, we all know we need to empty our pockets, take off our belts, jewelry, coats, scarves, shoes, remove our laptop from its case, have our liquids, gels, and toiletries in those TSA-approved uh, one liter size zip top bags. Here's another one. And I giggled when I got your response to my list, which was keep walking on the moving sideways and escalators or stand to the right so that people can get it around you and move your bags out of the way as well. You know, they're there for a reason. They're called people movers. And in many cases, when you're looking online, We're having issues with the tie line. Claire? Hmm. We might have to get Claire back on her cell phone. All right. We will uh, We will reestablish contact uh, with Claire Newell. Just to recap, though, uh, we were first talking about the travel issue for uh, Mexico. There is a travel issue issued by the United States. However, as Claire mentioned, it does not... Uh, expand to the touristy spots. It does not expand to uh, the uh, areas where you would probably be going to the beach resorts and uh, such. So fear not. And as Claire said, use common sense. You want to be aware of your surroundings and use your common sense no matter where you are going in the world, not just Mexico. So you need to uh, keep that in mind. They did kind of bury the lead on that, though. They started with the uh, advisory and then went to uh, say that the touristy spots uh, were not uh, an issue. All right, we have Claire back on the phone. Uh, Claire, thank you. We have uh, we've reestablished contact. We have. I'm so sorry about that. You know what? Technology. Exactly. Um, so did we? Did you and the audience hear about our walking on the moving sidewalks? So yes. So we know keep okay, moving on the sidewalks that. or move to the right. You don't have to keep moving, but if you're going to stop, move to the right, let people get by you because people have to get their flights and they have places to go. Exactly. Okay, the next one. Now, most airlines we know don't serve food on flights that are less than four hours. So a lot of people are taking their own food on board. Just a reminder, the food smells in some cases. So tuna sandwiches, big greasy burgers, onions, that type of thing. 
maybe have that before you board and maybe consider things like trail mix, a muffin, a cold sandwich, that type of thing. Eat the other stuff later. Good idea. Um, and the food is not the only stinky offense. I have seen people spray all sorts of beauty products, mm. hairspray, perfume, even painting their nails on board. Eh, no. <laughs> Next thing, turn off your electronic devices because when the crew tells you to turn them off, you, you need to do it. Studies show that it may not cause a problem with the plane's electronics, but you really could be terrifying the person next to you by not listening. Um, and really, whatever it is can wait. You're on a flight. Sit back and enjoy. And and stay seated. I've been on flights where people are getting up when the plane is taxiing, and I'm always astonished when people do that. Right. So you're not allowed to be taking your seatbelts off during taxiing, whether to the gate or from the gate, because of safety concerns. You could easily fall or be jerked. We don't know what the aircraft is, how it's going to move. But one thing that's really important is that when you are get at the gate, even if you if you have a connection and they're calling up anyone with a certain like connection, get up and get to the front, everyone else stays seated. This is different. But the general consensus and the rule of unwritten rule is to let people deplane row by row from left to right. Don't even start gathering your things until you're say five rows ahead of you has started to get up and going. There's no room in that center aisle. And it's really, it gets confusing and complicated. I know the guy in row 10 who has tried to get up to row two, and it causes all sorts of kerfuffle that does not need to be there. People get angry. Exactly. Yes. It's unfortunate that that happens so often. The people don't get it. We're all going to get off the plane. We can we can do it in a civilized way. I know. The same thing goes when people are trying to board. They're all marked by zone, whether it's zone one, two, three, four, five, or A, B, C, D, E, depending on the airline. You know, if you are in zone four, let all of zone one and two and three get on board. You're all going to get there. But People are going to have to be weeding through you all rather than if you're standing by row uh, and zone. Exactly. Stay away from the gate. Let people buy. (laughs) All right. Let's get people traveling. Where are some uh, great deals for people today? Well, the first one I've got is to Los Cabos, Mexico. It is a last-minute deal, Jill, but if you can do it, it's a real steal. This is leaving on January 23rd. It's airfare in seven nights in a four-star beachfront all-inclusive resort. There were limited numbers of seats at 549, mm. taxes of 441, which is 990 per person. I did see a lot more space at 589, so $40 more. So it may jump to that very quickly. The next deal I've got is to the Garden Island of Kauai in Hawaii. I guess a lot of people might be nervous <laughs> because of what has just happened with that false missile alert. I, I, my gut really tells me is that it's just this cheaper window after Easter. So this is April the 16th, the airfare and seven nights hotel, $7.99, taxes of $2.21, that works out to $1,020. And yes, you get seven nights in a hotel with that. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. The next one came across my desk, and it's an unbelievable deal to the French Riviera just after the crowds have left after Labor Day. So the weather's still going to be amazing. Crowds are going to dis- be dissipated. Um, and I think it makes for a really great long stay vacation. September the 21st, airfare and 28 nights in a one bedroom suite with transfers, four weeks, including air, 
taxes of 700. I know that's awful, but that's what the European taxes are this year between 650 and 700. So all in for a month is 23.99. Wow, that's uh that's a long time for that price. It sure is. So if you are a snowbird and you can get away for a month, the French Riviera, people often think, you know, the rich and the famous, but you can get a great deal around that time. Do we have time for the last one, Joe? Sure. Okay, well, the last one I've got is a real bucket list trip. This is a Paul Gauguin cruise. Some people may recognize that cruise line, but what they do is they do French Polynesia, so Tahiti and the Society Islands, which are made up of the likes of uh, Huahini, Bora Bora, Rangaroa, Taha, Morea. So if you know about those islands, you'll also know they're very expensive. In my opinion, the best way to see them is via a cruise. So Paul Gauguin does this year-round. They've got two dates at the same price, May the 5th or September the 29th. Airfare and seven nights luxury all-inclusive cruise. So not all cruises are like this. This is all of your meals, all of your drinks, the gratuities, the excursions, everything. I'm going to, unfortunately, this has to be priced in U.S. dollars. That's how this cruise line works. It's $48.99, taxes of $369, which works out to $52. 68 U.S. dollars. Again, this is a real bucket list trip. I know it's expensive, but it is really good value for that particular cruise line. All right. Uh, a certain, uh, yes, a certain group, I'm sure, is still wanting to tick that one off the list. Absolutely. Uh, Claire, thank you so much. Great advice and deals once again. Uh, thank you. And we'll talk to you next weekend. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.